I like to start off just doing a quick level check that I stole from Tim Ferriss. What did you eat for breakfast? What did I eat for breakfast? Uh, porridge today. It was porridge. You are listening to the Music on Your Own Terms podcast. Business. Business. All right, so you ready to start? Yeah, I reckon so. Let's go for it. Thank you for joining the uh, Music on Your Own Terms podcast. Today I'm joined by James Dand, a self-empowerment songwriter. So thank you for taking the time to join me today. Um, so if you wouldn't mind just giving a bit of a background on what you do and you know where, how you got into music. Yes, yeah, certainly. Thank you for having me on, Simon. I'm uh, very excited to uh, yeah share my story. So... I've always been a love of music and years ago, over a decade ago, I was in a band and uh, we had a little bit of success. You know, we had a, a minor, uh, minor record uh, deal um, that we, we could have taken and then the band broke up and at the time it was like, right, you know, the dream is over and I, I dabbled with a little bit of stuff myself, but then life took over and uh, I wasn't doing that much with music. I got myself a home studio, but I wasn't really doing that much. Much. And then I just started to feel more and more unfulfilled within my normal job. So I decided that I, I really, well, really needed to get back into music, uh, in particular songwriting, because for the band, I'd always been the songwriter and I enjoyed that creative process. So I started to yeah get back into songwriting. And originally, I was looking to go through the main music business. But then I started to be more and more pulled, I suppose, towards creating in my own business and um, also writing songs that meant something to me and the people that I would write them for. And uh, that, that subject was what I call empowerment, where the songs are really about helping people overcome their fears and their limiting beliefs. Um, so it's kind of lyrics with a, a positive, uh, a positive emphasis, if you like, to uh, empower, motivate and inspire people. And that's, uh, yeah, that's what I'm now doing. Cool. Excellent. Um, so, but how did you get into um, music in the first place? Well, I, I do remember a, a, a story of my dad introducing me. And again, I'd, I'd always, you know, I'd always loved music. My, I, I was first, first of all, in, interested in, I think my earliest memories were 50s rock and roll I sort of liked that and then I want, went more into the 60s style and you know I used to like lots of different music um, but I remember my dad introducing me to The Who once he played um, The Who's album My Generation when I was a lot younger when I was just yep. a child and the story is that I was there in the hall in front of the big mirror with my tennis racket pretending that was a guitar and you know um, pretending I was I was Pete Townsend of The Who so really I was I was really interested in that but at school I never really 
really got the opportunity to sort of pursue music um, and it was sort of I suppose after school I suppose my dad taught me to play guitar and then it was after school I just got into it a little bit more and you know eventually formed a band and yeah that, that was really the start of it excellent um, yeah I mean obviously there's a lot of stories about playing you know air guitar with your tennis racket I, I probably did that more than I care to admit <laughs> Um, so that's great. Um, what, what does music itself mean to you to be able to play it and, you know, put it out there yeah it's, it's a great question music for me means a few things there's first of all the sheer enjoyment you know the passion the joy for example if you're at a live gig whether it's on stage or just watching a great band you know you're just so much in the present moment and you you know you, you never you never want that to end so it's a kind of an escapism if you like from you know the real world and the challenges of the real world so there's that side of music to me there's then the creative side for me particularly being a songwriter I find music is a way of self-expression so I can express through music my my pains you know um my my pleasures in life whatever it is you know I can I can write whatever I want and I can use the lyrics and the tune and the style as a way of of expressing myself and I've recently been working a lot on my mindset over the last couple of years, so I'm, I'm certainly a lot better th than I was. But, you know, I, I was someone that suffered maybe from low self-esteem. I'm naturally an introvert. So, again, music was a way of me sort of saying what I wanted to say and, and get my message out, if you like. So there's that side of things. And, and I suppose the other thing for me is I also use music to control my emotions. So if I'm looking to focus on something, if I've got a lot of work to do on my tablet, I'll put some classical music on because that helps my concentration. That helps my focus. You know, anything with vocals doesn't really work for me because I find myself singing along. So, <laughs> um, But then if, if I want to, um, maybe I'm doing an important call or I've got an important meeting or something like that I want to psych myself up so I used music to get myself motivated and it really helps me with with my confidence you know I just use music to really get the energy going in my body and and there's of course you know the times where you feel down you feel a little bit low and you put certain types of music on to, to lift you up and raise your vibration as well so you know I use music a lot in my life for lots of different things yeah I've definitely used uh, music a lot to get over some you know, darker times, you know, possibly grief. There's definitely been times where I've just had to put on something that I connect with to kind of con not not so much control, but to help me with the process of grief. So yeah, it's it's a powerful. It thing is powerful, sure. definitely. So um, let's move on to the project you're working on right now, mm. which I'm 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 fortunate to be a part of and contributing some tracks on it as well. Uh, or some instruments, let's say. Um, so tell us a bit about that, please. Yes. So the the project is basically, I, I got this idea earlier on this year and I knew that I, again, wanted to get my music out to the world. And I really class myself as a songwriter. I can play different instruments. I can sing to a certain level, but I wouldn't class myself as an excellent singer. So I really wanted to do, and, and same with production and mixing and mastering, you know, I can do it to a certain level, but my real passion was the, the songwriting. So what I decided to do was I thought, well, there's, there's going to be people 
out there that who are musicians that want to contribute. There's going to be people out there who are singers who would do my songs justice. So I came up with the idea of creating this project where I would work with various people and we've actually, it's turned out, we've got over 20 people from different countries. So I've got some people from where I'm based in the UK, I've got some people from Europe, a couple of people from the US. And we're all coming together to create what will actually be a triple album. And originally it probably wasn't going to be that big. It was probably going to be a single album or at the most a double album. But then I just kind of kept writing songs and it turned into this triple album. And it's a themed album. So it's called Empowerment Songs. And it's literally that. Each song is obviously slightly different. There's different genres. There's a range of genres, in fact. And obviously different, uh, you know, focus of each song. But it's all about empowering people again to overcome their fears and get out there and achieve what they want to achieve. And uh, yeah, that will be available pretty soon. So, I mean, what's, what's your goal with that project? In, in in broad terms and then I, i'd say after that in terms of the business part of it yeah absolutely well the, the initial thing was what i was looking for was to get as many wins as possible because if, if there's one thing that i've learned over the last year or so is that if you're trying to work on your own it can be a lot more difficult so again i saw the collaboration as something where i can work with other people and every person out of it is getting some wins it could be some more exposure for their business uh, it could be you know just the fact just the fact of getting to record and make a recording you know whatever it is so I'm looking for wins both for myself and both for contributors everyone involved will get money based upon sales and then the people you know the customers that are looking to buy that well a they might just buy it because they enjoy good music or b they're looking again to get something out of it in terms of as we've both said Simon about you know the 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 power of music in raise, raising our energy and making us feel better so really I want the album to be seen as something that's actually helping people people with mental health problems entrepreneurs that just want to feel positive and you know if they're feeling a little bit down they're going through some challenges they want to put some positive music on to help get them through that and and anyone who's interested um, and part of personal development as well so they're they're the kind of aims of, of looking to help people does that sort of answer your question so far oh absolutely yeah that's that's a great great kind of mission mm. How would you say that your goals are for bringing that vision to light in a business sense? What what are your what are your um methods that you're going to be using to promote it yeah the, the business side of things is is really important and obviously you know that's that's what you're helping people with simon isn't it um because mm -hmm, you know you, you could be the most talented person out there but if you haven't got a business sense ultimately you, you're probably not going to do as well as you could do so for me you know just again like i say collaborating with people means automatically there's more reach so what I'm looking to do is, again, work with those people involved. And that could be things like doing joint Facebook lives to increase exposure about the album. It could be to do podcasts such as this. You know, so you've got all the different methods of PR, you know, targeting uh, the media, social media, all of those sort of things. And the other thing I will just mention as well that's specific to my album is that I'm also we've got a, an extra bonus disc and a big launch event as well, which which will raise money for charity. So that's another win, 
but also it's another way of raising profile and getting people interested as well because again we can get some media attention with that as well so I think to think think like an entrepreneur you've got to think of all the different ways in which you can maximize you know the sales get the message out there and again what I'm doing is, is I'm, I'm leveraging it because by myself again I might reach a certain number of people but by having all these other people contributing who are also gaining benefits it benefits me and it benefits the album sales because I'm getting leverage I'm getting leverage in, in other countries you know um, I'm getting people promoting the album for me instead of if I was just to create this album as a, a solo artist myself so that's really the way I'm looking to do it to get the word out there through social media um, and just just get a big buzz going with it fantastic yeah that i mean that's the great thing about leverage mm. it, it, you have to kind of visualize the um the picture of a lever and actually you know that's what it is you, you you're using other people's you know reach as your pivot point and then your small contributor well ho- hopefully big but your side of it is is a small comparatively and then the other side of it is you know, it, it gives you a much further swing. So definitely, I probably didn't do that description justice. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, the, the, the word leverage is just is is a really good way of thinking about how you can reach other people. Um, you know, it shows the importance of networking. Definitely, definitely. Really. Net, networking has been big for me recently, in actual fact. You know, I, I sort of found, because I mentioned things like social media. Social media is one way. But if you're just kind of sitting at home in front of a computer or on, on your tablet, your phone, um, you, you're maybe limiting yourself a little bit. But to actually go out there and, and network in person, meeting people, you know, I've I've... I've recently over the last few weeks I've been doing that a lot and there's been so many opportunities and potential future collaborations because of that so you know again think like an entrepreneur if if you're a musician out there who's always just in your home writing music or playing guitar or something like that you know that's one element of it but you've got to think like an entrepreneur you've got to get out there and speak to people have conversations and and just yeah start to brainstorm ideas Absolutely. And um, that's indicative of how we met. It is. You met my high school friend, Alan, who's actually coming up on the podcast after you. Oh, brilliant. Yeah, and uh, yeah, just tell us a quick story about that because it kind of connects the episodes together, I think. It does. Yeah, that's perfect. That's, that's great. So yeah, I went on a course actually. So Alan was assisting with that course and we just got talking and uh, you know, I, I spoke to him a little bit and we friended each other on Facebook. So that was the first thing. And then I saw a post about your business, Simon, uh, through mm-hmm. Alan. And I thought, oh, that seemed interesting you know someone Simon's looking to help people with with their music business as, as entrepreneurs so I just contacted you Simon and, and said you know that sounds really interesting would you like to have a chat we got on a on a call had a chat and you know the, the rest is history and, and that's the thing about as well sometimes the first initial chat so you've got to you've got to have the you know have the mindset of of just being able to have a chat with with someone and 
you know, not know that there will definitely be anything there, but you've you've got to ensure that you actually do that. Just have those conversations. And, and we didn't know at that time. I certainly wasn't planning this project. We didn't know quite what would happen from it or anything like that. But we had an initial right. conversation. And, um, you know, from then, obviously, we, we built up a bit of a relationship and um, we're now working together. So, yeah, that's the way it works. And this podcast wasn't even a thought at that time. That was more... Uh you know, just putting myself out there to, to try and help people. Um, but it, it just, it speaks of, um, you know, making sure that you don't have huge expectations going into things like, Oh, how does this person going to help me? Just, you know, just uh, work on networking and see what you can do for other people. See what, um, your knowledge helps others. And, and eventually it may come back to help you out, but just go in, you know, the, the world's a massive place and, you know, you just want to make as many connections as possible because down the line, you never know if if, if it will be, uh, like you said, a win-win for everybody. That's it. That's really the ultimate goal. Not, you know, not being selfish and saying, you know, what can you do for me, but how can we help each other? That That is really important. Again, yeah, you've, you've got to know that you're valuable yourself, that you can help other people because, yes, you're, you're looking for other people to help you, but you've got to be able to help other people as well. And, and that's when, you know, there's got to be some rapport there. There's got to be some some trust, some integrity there when you're working with other people. But um, I think the other thing with that is, again, I touched on it earlier, it's ensuring that, again, maybe you play to your strengths. You know, you work with your gifts and there'll be other... See, I, I see everyone as a piece of the puzzle. You're not the whole puzzle yourself. You're a piece of the puzzle. So, Simon, you could be a corner piece, for example. You know, I could be a, a side piece. You know, let, let's say Alan, for example. He could be a piece in the middle, you know. And each of us help complement the other pieces around us, okay? So we all have a different role to play. And as long as we get in the right piece of that puzzle, you know, as long as we're, we're putting ourselves into the right part of that puzzle, then all the other people around us are going to benefit from that and we're going to eventually get a complete puzzle. So I suppose it's finding out, you know, what are your strengths? What are your gifts? What's your piece of the puzzle? And then looking for those other people around you that complement that. You know, they're slightly different. They're going to complement you. They have slightly different strengths, slightly different weaknesses as well. And they're going to complement you in some way. And together, you know, you create the full the full jigsaw puzzle. Yeah, fantastic. Um, so let's... Um move on a little bit um maybe talk about the other things you do you're a mindset coach could you tell me a bit a bit about that yes yeah, so i do uh, i do mindset training um basically again what i sort of found was a a few years ago i was feeling quite unfulfilled in my job and I knew that I wanted to make a change, but I, I really didn't realise at that time how my own fears had been holding me back. And I think, you know, probably, there's probably a lot of listeners out there can relate to that as well, where maybe they're fearing rejection, they're fearing failure, they, they want to go and pursue something that they enjoy, but they've got all those fears and all those limiting beliefs. And that was really holding me back. So I got into the world of personal development and for me, I've, I've really never looked back. You know, it's really enhanced me. So I'm now helping other people through that process themselves. You know, I now feel a lot more confident. I have a lot more belief in myself. Again, I, I just know that I've got some value because, you know, when I was younger, 
my my parents, I mean, they parented me really well, but, you know, they would have said things like, you know, make sure you're not boasting, make sure you're not bragging, etc. So in a way, I sort of grew up to sort of think, oh, you know, that that's bad in, in a way. Well, I'm not saying that you want to go out and boast and brag in front of people, but you've got to know, again, that you are good enough. You have certain talents, you have certain gifts, and you've, you've got to be proud of those. You know, you've, you've got to ensure, you mm. know, feel worthy and deserving of, of good things. So I've been through that right. process myself and I now help other people through that process in the forms of workshop and uh, workshops and coaching and things like that. Excellent. Yeah, and I think, I mean, I can't speak for other cultures, but I, I do think that the, uh, you know, the British culture is kind of be, to be reserved. <laughs> and and they're, they're, I mean, in some ways, there's a lot of negativity and the, uh, you know, the personal development um, your community doesn't for, for a lot of people doesn't really resonate because it's it's you know uh like tony robbins is one of the the biggest ones out there and i think i've heard from a lot of british people oh it's it's too overbearing and you know it's too american and but when you really listen to the message there it's um you think wow now i i you know you you have to kind of get over your cultural conditioning in order to you know think in broader terms and and have a, a much open mind but i'm sure that's that's true of any culture in the world they all have their own idiosyncrasies that they have to get over to be able to promote themselves and you know and and, and really make a make a difference in their own life so De yeah that's that's definitely great. yeah i couldn't agree with you more but you know something i'd just like to point out there you know what you said is absolutely true but it's a little bit like listening to some heavy metal music and saying oh music's too loud you know well listen to something else then if you don't like heavy metal music so it's the same with right. personal development okay if you don't like tony robbins style there's lots of other people out there that you can listen to and get into so you know you, you i'm sure if you keep looking you will find the the right person out there that uh, you know you you resonate with because that that's important finding Absolutely. someone that you resonate yeah. with i mean i mean i think the first step is actually knowing that you want to change you know whatever and, and it doesn't have to be a bad thing in that oh i want to change this because it's bad it can be just i want to improve i, I want to be better than i am mm. And I think that's that's really key is, you know, being better than yesterday. Definitely, definitely. Yeah, it doesn't mean that you, you've got anything bad happening in your life, but you just want to be aware of yourself. So, you know, we all have a, a little voice in our heads that tells us, oh, don't do that, you know, because this might happen. And, you know, most of those things that we think might happen never actually happen. So as long as you're aware of that little voice, then you've got the choice of whether you want to listen to that little voice that's telling you not to go ahead and do things or you actually want to, you know, say, yeah, thank you very much. You know, I, I accept that, you know, there's that point of view, but I'm not going to listen to you. I'm going to do, do it anyway. Way. So it's, it's having that awareness because most people are running on autopilot. They're just doing things automatically, you know, like where you, you drive home and then you sort of think, how did I get here? I don't remember driving home. You know, yep. most people are living their life like that. So awareness is the first stage. Um, so what what does um, being an entrepreneur mean to you and how can that mindset help musicians? Mm, great question. 
So, like I say, originally I was thinking about just going into the music industry. So, you know, I decided to cut down my hours at work and I wanted to be a songwriter and I wanted to write number ones and, you know, live off the royalties and all that. And, of course, some people do that. Some people, you know, that happens too. And then, of course, you've got all the the X factor and the music shows. You know, there's that side of things. But the other side of things is, yeah, you know, creating a business around it, having that entrepreneurial mindset mindset and for me that is about yeah being aware of how to get your music out there and being aware of things like marketing and the sales process and yeah just having an understanding of of business really um i don't know whether i'm fully answering the question really but um it you know i I found it it really is important because i went out there and i said right i'm gonna start to make something happen and i just didn't know what to do so i've since learned about marketing learned about sales learned about social media you know all of those things are really important because as i said before you can be the greatest talent in the world but unfortunately you're going to take it to your grave if you don't know how to to market yourself and get yourself out there right absolutely I'm, i i just like the uh the the thought process that um you know you, you often hear musicians say you can't make money anymore because of streaming or because of this or that and i just think well instead of thinking you can't why not spin that around and said how can yes. i and just Go out and find. I think that's what an entrepreneur is. Mm. It's it's not. It, it's basically going out and fixing problems yes. instead of complaining that you have a problem in the first place. The answers are going to be there. You just have to find multiple ways of fixing them. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely right. So you know, there's there's two things we can be sure of in our life at the minute, anyway, unless uh, the technology uh, catches up with that. The first one is that we're going to die. And uh, the second one is that there will always be change. And again, an, a successful entrepreneur is someone who is prepared for that change. You've got to keep going with times. Over, over the last few years, you know, the world has changed so much in terms of technology. So you've got to be up with that change. And if you if you keep up with that change, then you can be very successful as a musician and in, you know, in, in various industries out there but if you're someone that's just based upon the traditional way of doing things unfortunately you're unlikely to be successful well great well this was a a fantastic conversation can you tell everyone how you can first find the the project where where does that yeah definitely so we've got a website and it is www.empowermentsongzone.com so that's www.empowermentsongzone.com and you can download a, a demo because the album's not available at the minute, but you can download a demo and there's going to be lots of um, lots of extra bonuses as well. So now's the time to actually, you know, download that demo and then we can inform you when the album's available and there'll be lots of, there'll be hundreds of pounds worth or, or dollars worth of, um, of bonuses as well. Um, but yeah, apart from that, you know, you can find me on, on Facebook, James Dand or... You know, so, yeah, I'm always open to uh, connecting with people as, as we've discussed. Great. Is there uh, we've we've mentioned there's no um, there's no actual music out there just yet because it's still being worked mm. on. Is there a particular indie artist you'd like to play in the podcast? I like to play music at the end of the podcast. Oh, so. um, maybe one of the contributors have something that you, yeah, you want yeah. to share. I, I, I could play one of my demos if you like. Um, sure. So, yeah, we, we can do that. Yeah. Uh, if not, um, yeah, what would... Oh, I'll have to have a think, actually. But, uh, 
Yeah, okay. can play one of my demos. <laughs> Very good. Well, I'll, I'll uh, announce it at the end after, sure. after the podcast ends. So great. Yeah. Well, thanks for taking the time. It was great. Wish you well with the project. I'm, I'm excited myself to be part of it. Mm. So it's, it's shaping up to be really cool. Excellent. Thank you ever so much, Simon. Really appreciate it. Awesome. Thanks, James. Thank you. Don't forget to visit musiconyourownterms.com for the show notes on this episode and also to sign up for the mailing list. Also visit facebook.com forward slash musiconyourownterms for the latest information on episodes and past guests. Thanks to James for joining me for this episode. Remember, be excellent to each other and keep sharpening the saw. This is James's demo called Inside Me.